Films we kinda remember log, stardate 2020. Sam speaking. It's been two weeks since we found the radio, and we've still not managed to contact anyone else. Pete was the first to go. He was killed trying to take on a whole village. Well, a, a cluster of houses, really. He just kept gnawing at the bricks. He wasn't hungry, he just hated bricks. I think our chances actually went up after that. Dwight was next. He said he was too beautiful for this world and rose up into the sky on a beam of light. People had been saying that the rapture had arrived, but the weird thing is that absolutely no one else was reported as being taken up. If there is a god, I'm not sure what that says about them. We lost Log to a vicious tribe of mutants while scavenging for essentials just before we found this shelter in this radio. Now we're stuck here, running out of food and water, and we're worried that the Double Tory regiments are preparing for a big offensive on the Giga Ukip strongholds to the south, and that we'll be caught right in the middle of it. Our only hope is if we can contact any other sane survivors that are out there. And if you can hear this, you're not alone. There are others. Unprecedented storms across the UK show no sign of stopping. Virus rampaging among the ruins of Britain. Groups of armed raiders terrorizing. Drake's foxhole. Yes, sail now on for survivors. Left to wander in search of food and water as. Please stand by for emergency broadcast. You are listening to Intermissions by Films We Kinda Remember. Featuring Sam Brown, Lisa Smith, Connor Lynham, Tommy Tomsky, and John Lock Live. Intro and outro music by Joe Little Show. So lucky we found this place. I'm amazed that we got out of the ice cream shop alive. Honestly, I didn't think nine-year-olds could develop such an aggressive tribal system. Or the advanced metallurgy required for firearms manufacture. I'm gonna miss Log. He could carry loads. We need to make contact with other survivors like us. Maybe the government survived. That would be a shame. Any luck getting the signal out? There's something weird about this radio. I'm picking up signals from all over the place. I didn't think anyone was still broadcasting, but I'm getting some fairly normal readings. Also, some of them seem out of place. And time. Listen. Are you tired of situations like this? Oh, look, dear, there's a funny little man. We could ask him for directions. Was a service station coming up? We could just pull in and get a map, can't we? Well, no more. New for 1986, it's the A to Z navigation audio tapes, featuring all of your favourite journeys. Exeter to Land's End, avoiding the southwest. Travelling at 42 miles per hour, turn left as the tape reaches 37 minutes and 27 seconds. Then. 
turn right. Crew to Preston via Runcorn. Head north for 10 miles. Then turn over to site 2. Canuck to Royal Levington Spa. Cross the roundabout. Third exit. Then keep left. More left. Two left. Then turn left. Ladbury to Wire Piddle, avoiding Trockmorton. Turn left onto Cranbrook Street. Badger warning. Please slow down. If a badger is encountered, please consult CFAX page 223. Tewkesbury to Swindon, without those pernicious A-roads. If you've experienced traffic at Chertsey, pause the tape and rewind to Slough. How to get out of Milton Keynes. Drive, and drive as fast as you can in any direction. Do not stop, even if they look like normal people. They are not normal people, and now they've seen you. It is too late. Please turn over to side B and await rescue. Do not leave your vehicle. And who could forget Busket to Banbury, avoiding Didcart. Keep going until junction four. Fuck, it's in the tape! Shit, fuck! Oh, leave it, darling, there's a badger in the road. Oh, Christ! It's your handy companion for your Austin Ambassador or Sinclair C5, and it comes in this attractive and handy 3000 tape box set. Order now and get the Isle of Man absolutely free! Find it in the directory under T for tapes or on CFAX 224. Endorsed by your favourite TV celebrities, Scylla Black. What a lot of tapes! Jim Bowen. You won't be going home empty-handed. You'll be going home slightly faster than normal if you follow these handy instructions. Oh, darling, you navigated those byways with ease. How about you navigate my byways on our chaise lounge and finish off with a prawn cocktail and a hamlet cigar? Don't worry, babe. Frankie, say relax and enjoy the ride. Hand me that bottle of Cherry B. All this oral sex you're giving me is making me thirsty. And we need to be in crew to meet your dad by five. The A to Z Navigation Audio Tapes, brought to you by the Royal Automobile Club. Order now! And now, on Radio Noir, it's the first episode of our latest audio detective drama, Cathedral City Blues. Okay, kid, you're new here, but I see a lot of potential in you. So I'm going to partner you up with one of our best detectives. This is who you'll answer to. The name's Day. Wensley Day. Now, Wensley Day will show you the ropes. You better listen to what he has to say, or you'll end up in a fondue. Thanks, Chief. Now I'll be honest with you, kid. I didn't want this case when it strolled into my office all those years ago. But now, I can't bear to walk away from it. I tell you how it all started. I was young. I was a new arrival in Cathedral City. Not yet mature. I was as pleased as provolone that I just got my first paycheck. Half a pound of Sage Derby. 
Doesn't seem much now, but it was a big wedge in those days. Back then, I thought I knew everything. But there's still tons to learn. I guess I lost a sight of what matters in this life. A lot of people went to church in those days. They crowded in to hear that stinking bishop's sermons. Emmentala was his name. I found him too preachy, though. Always thought he came across as holier than thou. I wasn't on good terms with God in those days. I guess you could say I wasn't the pilgrim's choice. That's when she walked in. Her name was Valtellina Casera. She had mozzarella legs that stretched all the way to the pizza oven. And her lips were like red Lester. Detective Day, you've got to help me. That poor son of mine is missing. I'll do anything to find him. I've got money. I can pay. She wasn't kidding. She was as rich as Limburger. She was the widow of the big cheese of the Reggiano crime family. Which made it all the stranger that she come walking into the rat's nest with a big chunk of the yellow stuff served right onto my plate. I heard the Reggianos had been beefing with the head scavona squeaking cheese boys, so I was all ears. Now listen here, baby Bell, and you listen carefully. I didn't get into this game for the cheddar. You've gotta help me, detective. Someone's trying to set me up. If we don't find him, they'll take me away and fed us. Sure I'd help. How could I refuse? She was alluring like an emerald-eyed Irish brie, and I wanted to get my palms on whoever hurt her. But this case had more worms in it than a pound of Kesu Matsu. I didn't have any leads, so I thought I'd visit my CI. He was a Kurd, and way in over his head. I found my partner Mac, and we rode the trolley all the way to the waterfront. Hey, Wensley. Ready to go? Mac was a longtime friend and confidant. We had come up together through the academy, and he had been in Cathedral City for a few years now. Long enough to get his nose and ears to the ground. Long enough to get a bit of mud on his shoes. Two tickets to the waterfront. Thanks. Mac was going through a nasty breakup with his wife. Part of the reason I had come to Cathedral City. That and the promise of a whole mess of justice that need to bring into this rotten town. Like I said, I was young and naive. I heard of this guy from one of the pastors at church. He's a boxer, ain't he? They say he's smooth like Edam, with a punch like a Danish blue. But he's as nutty as a Laodammer. I bet even you would have had trouble with him back in the day. <laughs> that was a long time ago, Mac. <laughs> Maybe, but I earned a lot of drinking coin betting on you in those academy bouts. You sure we can trust this guy? I helped him out on some deep lasagna a few years back. He owed a lot of money to some Swiss promoter. Now, he owes me a favor. Well, I hope he's as good as you say he is. We'll give him a good grill and don't you worry, Mac. The CI let us in on a whole can of worms. 
Things are changing in this town, Winsley. Seems like you're behind the times on this one. Word is his beef is a big pile of halloumi, and they'd rather be breaking bread than churning butter, if you know what I mean. What a load of baloney. Everybody knows they've been hitting each other's fronts all over town. Just yesterday, one of Reggiano's running boys was filled full of Shropshire and left on a crowded public street. If you don't believe me, you should go and see the boss of the Herzegovian Cheese Boys and ask him about it. Oh, and Wensley, you know the old saying, keep your friends close. Keep your enemies closer? Who are your enemies, detective? And how close are they? Come on, Wensley, ignore this crackpot, and let's go bust that squeaking cheese boss's raclette once and for all. I wasn't sure what he meant, but I was sure that we were gonna find out. One way or another, the answer lay with Vlasic. More mystery coming up in part two of Cathedral City Blue. Man, that was pretty good. That wasn't too bad, though. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Nah, it was a bit cheesy, to be honest. Oh. Oh. <sighs> See if there's anything else on. Coming up next, we talked to a professor from the University of Manchester about a new breakthrough in neuroscience. Hello, I'm David Brain, and I'm here with Professor Nigel... Bum gun. <laughs> Hello, I'm David Brain, and I'm here with uh, Professor Nigel Bumgun to discuss his new uh, forays into frontier surgery. Yes, it's a pleasure to be here. And, and I'm glad you are here. Thank you. Could you explain to us a little bit about um, what this new surgery is? So essentially what we've got is a radical kinetic way of moving uh, essential excess brain tissue away from the cerebellum and into the posterior region of the human. Yes. Now, I, I wonder if you could respond to the accusations that some people are making um, against you that this uh, new form of surgery is actually just you sticking a gun up somebody's ass and pulling the trigger. No, no, that's that's incorrect. That's entirely incorrect. What we do is... Uh, so, essentially, what it involves is a radical redistribution of the human cerebellum. Yes, but not, how, not, how do you how from, do you respond not, to the accusation yes, that yes, you've in yes, fact had yes, uh, no yes, successful yes. surgeries, and in fact that uh, all of your surgeries have ended up in uh, in uh, vicious fatalities? Well, I think I think the issue that we're seeing here is that once again the scientific community is being persecuted for something that we are trying to do to actually help humanity along. Um, the issue that we have is that we have been trying the wrong way round. So right. essentially, we've been inserting the uh, kinetic redistributor mm -hmm. at the wrong end right and, and could you explain to me about how of that course I, I, I did bring a demonstration with me here today oh brilliant yes um yes. you know i'm more than happy to show you how this works so i take the kinetic redistributor here yes yeah and then can, I, we, can we just uh could yes, you please uh introduce yourself uh, here this is this is this is uh, real this is live uh this is unprecedented could you please introduce yourself um i'm rachel um, yes rachel rachel here has far too much brain at the top of her body. Right. And is that a common problem? For women, yes. Right. I've been suffering this for, for about four years now. Yes. Yes. And uh, 
what what this can lead to is radical feminist ideals. It's it, it's simply it's simply dreadful. It's really yes. a shame uh, to that see. That brings me on to the next point of, of discussion. Yes. Um, you, you have of course been criticised for focusing all of these surgeries on women. Yes, and usually uh, women that are very intelligent, yes. very well regarded, incredibly um, intelligent, other incredibly scientists, intelligent. Um, yes. uh, novelists, yes. artists, yes, um, yes. poets. Uh, yeah, poets of course. Poets, yeah, definitely. how can I forget? And uh, did, what what what? What what is your response to the accusation that in fact that you these is a, is quite misogynist? Well, I, I, I disagree. I'm afraid uh, it's it's an entirely baseless accusation, and I feel that you know people are just trying to stymie scientific growth in the UK. Um, I feel that these people. Sorry, one second. At least, uh, sorry, Rachel, are you prepped for surgery? Uh, yes. Fantastic. Really. Right. One one moment, please. Just uh, just sorry, before this, we, uh, it's a very quick procedure. Just before we uh, pull the trigger on that um, uh, that surgery. Oh, <laughs> I, I see you. I, see, are you a, I didn't know you were a doctor as well. Uh, I, I actually I studied. Um, I'm a doctor of history. Oh, um, fantastic. But um, yeah, just before we do, I, I wonder if you could just. Um, so we 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 obviously did our research upon you of course, before you of brought me the show, yes, uh, yes, as yes. we always do with yes, our with our yes, guests. Yes, um, yes, yes, and we we obviously discovered that uh, you run a website. Yes. Um, I'm just going to pull it up here. Of course. Uh, as you can see, yes. um, it's uh, www.womenareoldbastards, yes. and I want to kill them. Yes. Using fakesurgery.com. Uh, that was my old website. It's actually, the new website is actually women are all bastards, and I want to kill them using fake surgery with a gun to the head.com. Okay, right. And uh, uh, do you feel it has a meaningful difference? No, no. This is a purely satirical website. It's from my old university days, actually. Right. Okay. And so, well, you would you would see this uh, according to your blog, of course, yes, um, of course, as part of a smear campaign against people. Oh, like yourself. definitely, definitely. I agree that the you know it's 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 a sad state of affairs in the UK when uh, scientific when scientific expression and and, uh, and you know, and, and irony and satire get mixed up together. It's it's awful. It's awful. Yes. Now, uh, if how you does it make me, you I am feel? a doctor. I am a doctor. I do, I do need to actually uh, perform you, this just before, uh, just before. Just um, before you 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 carry out the surgery, I was just wondering if you could tell us a bit as one of those doctors of the yes. of the surgery, how it actually makes you feel to be the targeted ecstatic. I come every time. Okay, great. And uh, just because we are, of course, this is the BBC, and we yes. are, we have to maintain standards of balance and um, uh, equality, yes, um, and representation. Yes. So I was wondering if uh, Rachel, if you could just tell us how you feel about this situation. She doesn't feel a thing. She doesn't feel a thing. She's an ice woman. She's an ice woman. She's a whore. Okay, and uh, uh, so I believe you're now going to show us the surgery. Of course, yes. Oh, bugger it's, 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 it's a dud. It's a, it's a dud, right? Yes, the, the shell's not what... I mean, the kinetic... Redis actually, I'm, I'm, I just like shooting people, actually. Right. Really? Yes. So so your, criti your critics were right, then? I've got a gun. Yes, of course. It's a very big gun. Yes, it's pointing at um, you. And I was wondering uh, where you got it from. Uh, I send away. I was wondering if you could uh, just um, demonstrate, uh, as all good scientists do, if you could demonstrate uh, some of your practice on yourself. Of course. And that was, of course, um, the famous scientist uh, Bum Gun. And um, we're going to be back once we've cleaned up the interview room. <laughs> Hello, my lovely listeners. I hope you're having a pleasant evening. Welcome to another episode of Late Night Meat with me, your host, Leslie Wheelbarrow. We've got some caucus for you this evening, so whether you're stopping up late or snuggled up in bed, remember, 
keep it down and tuck in. It's late night meat. First on the menu tonight is a sizzling pork platter sent to us by Ethel Terrapin in Bishop Storford. Get your ear chops around these porky dazzlers. Well, after all that excitement, we're going to mellow out a bit with a lovely plate of Cumberlands. Oh, oh wait, ah, they're, they're vegan. Now listen, as an enthusiast, I'm totally against this kind of dishonesty. When are they going to stop trying to force this kind of stuff down our throats? When will they learn that this vegan stuff just doesn't have the right timbre to make it in this industry? Listen, listen to this. See? It's just not got any musicality to it. Oh, that's got my blood up, that is. Let's move on. It's time for Meet Your Meat. In the studio, we've got Graham Pizzazz. Now, Graham here really caught my attention when I was at a gig in Lincolnshire. I just had to get him on. Now, Graham, I hear you're working on something new for us. And what was the inspiration for this new effort? Great. And when can we expect this to be released? Well, my mouth's watering just talking to you about it. That was Graham Pizzazz, currently signed to Richmond. Phenomenal talent, and I look forward to hearing him on my desk soon. Next up, we'll be talking to Heat Magazine about just what is the hottest slab of beef around right now, and where you at home can finally listen to them being tenderised. Ooh, turn it off. That's making me hungry. Listen, guys, it's great we found this radio, but we're running low on supplies, and it looks like there's an acid storm brewing again. Someone's going to have to go out and find some food and water. Bagsy, not me! Uh, I went last time. I thought we banned Bagsies. Well, it was my idea, so I get to choose. Tommy, looks like you're up. You can have my gas mask. And you can have my bow. And my axe. Fine, but if I start to... Change. You better get walking dead on my ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you, fam. We got you. Now that he's gone, see if you can find part two of that detective thing. So our investigation had led us past the Rhine and deeper into the rotten wheel of Cathedral City's underworld. All right, Wensley, I know what you see I said, but this guy would look straight into the Virgin Mother's eyes and lie to her face, so don't take him too seriously. Don't worry, Mac. We're just gonna hear him out. CCPD, we're here to see Vlasic. I'm afraid you cannot go in. Monsieur Vlasic is taking dinner. I wait, what are Get you doing? Get out of my way. No, you cannot go in okay. there. Put your weapon on this, Mac. Two, wait. Three. Okay, Vlasic, the jig is up. Tell us what you did with Reggiano, and maybe we'll go easy on you. Detective, I'm sure I have no idea what you're talking about. And if you wanted to talk, you only had to ask. You should know that I always have time for the CCPD. Cut the crap, Vlasic. If I wanted spice, I'd have eaten a pepper jack cheddar. 
Now I've got a man-shaped hole in my clearance rate, and I've got a good line on fingering you for ordering the job. We both know you haven't got a case against me, detective. Nevertheless, I am surprised how misinformed you are. Why, we had no reason to take issue with the Reggiano family, at least until he went missing. What are you talking about, you mascarpone tongue monster? You got a list of bodies on your name longer than the agent time of better storico. But not this body, detective. Huh. After old man Reggiano died, his son approached us bearing the flag of truce. If we just stopped our senseless feuding, we stood to make more money than ever. And indeed, this was the case. Until some new muscle hit the streets and he disappeared. You're just gonna stand there and listen to this guy, Wensley? The man's a crook! Tell me, detective. Why would I, a legitimate businessman, <laughs> do something that would stop me from making more money than we have ever made before? Pull the other one, Vlasic. If there was a new outfit in town, the CCPD would have heard about it. It's amazing what a few timely donations can achieve, isn't it, detective? In this case, bigger donations than either I or the Reggianos could afford. But we are talking an obscene amount of money, Vlasic. Indeed, detective. And what venerable institution could afford such an extravagance? It would have to have many paying... Devotees, would it not? Tell me, how did the police union afford that grand parade this year? And where did the department find the funds for that shiny new fleet of cruisers you and your boys are tearing up town in, frightening my poor innocent delivery boys? There's nothing innocent about him, Vlasic. I've seen one of your couriers toting a gruyere the size of a truck tire. Those donations came from the local diocese. Bishop Bementhal oversaw the fundraising personally. Are you saying... Are you a religious man, detective? When was the last time you went to confession? Perhaps it might help you reach more... Clarity. All right, Vlasic. But don't forget, I've got my eye on you. I would expect nothing less, Detective Day. Come on, Mac. Let's go see the bishop. So that's it. We're just gonna let that bastard off the hook? What next? He's gonna tell us how to take our coffee now. Come on, Wensley. What's going on with you? It feels wrong to me too, Mac. But I believe him. There's something else happening here, and we need to find out what that is. Stay tuned for the conclusion of this week's episode in part three of Cathedral City Blues. Mmm. <laughs> I'm quite... Fun do this audio play. <laughs> oh uh, my god, that's not even a good pun. Yeah, see if there's any footy scores on.
Manchester United 2, Man City 0. Burnley 1, Tottenham 1. Wolves 0, Brighton 0. Liverpool 2, Bournemouth 1. Norwich vs Southampton cancelled due to rain. Chelsea 4, Everton 0. I swear it didn't used to be that weird. Let's see if you can find some more sport. And now we join Chris Eggboy with the latest from the sporting world. Enough sport to make you say, crikey, that's a lot of sport. to the King Power Stadium now where Gary Cramps has the details. Gary. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, Leicester City played a blinder here in the first half. I mean, they really gave it their all. But, um, you know, so far they just haven't been able to make good. Liverpool putting up a strong defence, just denying every single shot that Leicester puts at them. And, um, you know, it was just towards the end of the first half there that we saw that penalty conceded and Liverpool were able to get in with a goal there. I'm being, I'm being told that there was a specifically uh, or particularly bad red card given at, uh, at the King Power Stadium earlier today. Is that correct, Gary? That's right. That penalty I was talking about that was right. conceded there. Yes, um, the defender... Um, Michael Chasnikov. That's correct, yeah, Michael Chasnikov, the Ukrainian. Uh, he made quite a high tackle... And, um, kicked yes, a man's he, head off his he shoulders. Kicked, he kicked the head clean off, yeah. I mean, it was a really grim sight to see. I can imagine. And, and particularly with the new video assistant referee uh, filming it in super slow motion, I mean... Seeing a man's spine separate from his shoulder blades like that can't have been easy, Gary. Are you all right? I, I, I have to say, yes, I had to take five minutes. Um, it really was a grotesque sight. But, you know, on the plus side, Liverpool did get a goal out, out of the resulting penalty, so... You know, swings and roundabouts, really. In those five minutes that you took, it seems that you missed four goals. Uh, can you tell us a bit more about those? Well, I have to say, as a sports commentator, it's not really my job to score the goals, Chris. Um, but you did well anyway, Gary. I, I did do quite well until the referees removed me from the field. Is it true that you were naked when you scored those goals, Gary? I was indeed. As we're all very like... proud of you here in the studio, Gary. We, uh, we hope you kick the meth soon. OK, Thank thanks. you. Back to you, Chris. Back to us. So, wait, are football matches still going on, even after everything that's happened? Oh yeah, it'll take more than the apocalypse to stop the football, Connor. You should know that. It sounds like the double Tories have started shelling again. See if there's any news about it. Good evening, I'm Eddie Fortress, the bastion of hope in a politics world gone wonky. Tonight, I have the Chancellor of the Exchequer, Johnny Bastard Hands, here with me. Mr. Bastard Hands, welcome. Uh, thank you. Thank you for letting me uh, be here tonight. Mr. Bastard Hands, 
How would you respond to public allegations of you being a horrible bastard? Well, I think that's just uh, something that we come to expect when we're in politics. We we actually do our best to represent the people and do what But surely, they... surely, surely, sorry to interrupt, Mr. Bastard Hands, but surely, surely you can agree that you are a bit of a bastard. Well, I, I wouldn't agree. I, I would say that I've got uh, bastard hands, but that doesn't make Can all of them? me a bastard. Can um, we see them? Yes, I'm not ashamed. Oh, look at those bastards. They are, you know, but uh, I'm I'm really here to talk about my policies. Okay, and uh, could you explain how your policies tie into your hands being bastard-shaped? Well, of course, I used my hands to write the policies. Um, I sometimes you use them to bastard. give those policies to other people um, on pieces of paper or uh, pre- pressing send on an email. Very interesting, Mr. Bastard Hands. Thank you, thank you for uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we will hopefully see you again very soon. Well, and would you uh, like to hear about my new uh, policy about uh, the rail in the in the Middle East? God, I'm going to cut you. Sorry, Mr. Bassett, uh, we don't have time. We do have to move on now to a more interesting story, but thank you very I, much. I, I, I did you think that you would be, uh, we, I'd be here I'm to talk about my policy to do with uh, the disposal of wood chipping uh, in pike, Chipping Norton, which uh, I think is a very underrepresented you down problem and feed you to children. that uh, doesn't get a lot of airtime on shows such as this. I just want to say I'm a really big fan of you and this show. I think you're very even-handed and Blackbirds, uh, fair interviewee, and you really get to oh, God, get to the the meat so of the issue much. with your with your interviewees, and uh, I'm 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 really proud to be here. Thank you for ha- coming out, Mr. Bastard Hands. It's been wonderful to see you, and uh, hopefully we'll see you again soon. I, I loved it. Thank you. Ah, no news, just politics. Oh, sake. Oh, Tommy's back. All right, guys. Hey. hey. Did you find anything good? Well, I got this empty Big Mac box and a pallet of Frey Bentos canned pies. Oh. Did you find anything edible? Let's see. Two handfuls of moldy Doritos and this dead cat that was lying in the road. Mm. Mm. That's I good thought eating. all the cats have been quarantined months ago. I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Here, put some on that radio while we're eating. And now on intermissions, we're pleased to welcome the producer of our intro and outro music, Joe Little Show, who'll be playing Shave Yourself. This time I thought that I was being fancy But now your battery-powered laser could defeat me And now your life is so much better Now you can be that clean-shaven hunk that you saw on TV Oh yeah, it's not as if I care I only read the mags to read what I could wear Oh yeah, but I seen the movie, bought the car and need the life Cos mine's not quite there I'm 
Went all the way to the top, possibly even the bishop himself. Mac had his reservations. Part of me wishes I'd have listened to him. You know, Wensley, one thing I always respected about you. You never let the wax get pulled over your eyes. You stayed straight when a lot of good cops went crooked. That's a rare thing these days. What's this about, Mac? It just reminds me of all those conversations we had when we were rookies. About how we could put the whole damn world to rights. But it just ain't like that, you know? Sometimes there's no happy ending, no way to tie up the case in a neat little bow. Sometimes you just gotta take the guy we know is the bad guy off of the board and count that as a win. You talking about Flasic? And the others. All I'm saying is, if you dig too deep in the back of the fridge, you might not like what you find. It could be that little black bomber you were looking for, but maybe it'll be a whole lot of moldy ricotta that you forgot about months ago. And then suddenly, you can't trust anything in that fridge anymore. It taints everything it touches. I know the past few years have been ugly, Mac. That you've seen the worst that this city has to offer. And it made your wife resent you when it turned you hard and cynical. But you have to remember that you did what you could to help clean up this place and you are not alone. I'm with you all the way. Now something in this town stinks and it ain't the rock of fault we bought on the way over. 
If we don't see this through, then the bad guys have won, Mac. We can't let that happen. I know you won't let that happen, Wensley. Good evening, detectives. What can this humble servant of God do for you? Cut the act, Amantala. We're on to you. I'm not sure I understand your meaning, detective. At first I thought the disappearance of young Reggiano was a simple case of beef and mobsters. But the more I looked, the more that it just didn't add up. From March to December, before his disappearance, the streets have been quiet. Then, we have the unprecedented donations to the precinct. The record numbers of priests caught carrying switchblades. All those complaints of shop owners being worked over by gangs of choir boys for protection money. And it all slid into place when I realized that things started heating up the week you took over as bishop. Now who else would have had the resources, political clout, and cold hard muscle to carry up this type of coup other than the Catholic Church? Well done, detective. Oh, well done indeed. I always knew you were more than a craft single. You're sharp like a Montgomery. But why, Bishop? Why would a member of the clergy ever abuse their position of trust and influence? Oh, it's quite simple, really. The city is infested. Oh, I tried to teach them. I tried to show them the way of peace and prosperity, of God's light. But sometimes people will not learn. So I turned instead to God's wrath. This city will be purged, detective, and then we shall have peace. And in your crusade, you just so happen to become the richest and most powerful man in Cathedral City. How selfless you are. God rewards his most faithful servants, Detective. And I'll make sure you get yours. Oh, I'll make sure everybody knows about the brave and honorable Detective Day, so tragically shot down on the cusp of busting Cathedral City's biggest mobster, Vlasic of the Herzegovinian Squeaking Cheese Boys, for kidnapping and extortion. Maybe they'll name a street after you when they finally find your body. Oh, how the outrage will finally help me sway those damn moderates and secure my... God's influence on the city, once and for all. Come on. It's time to go. That's right. Coffin, Mac. No, Wensley. I said it's time to go. What are you doing, Mac? You just couldn't see it, could you? I tried to throw you off the scent. Tried to warn you. But I guess I always knew we'd end up here. You're just too damn good of a cop. Not like me. Mac, it's not too late. We're on the same side, you and I. We're not on the same side, Wensley, and you know it. We're as different as chalk and cheese.
honestly get out of this one? Find out on the next episode of Cathedral City Blues. Man, I was just getting into that. Guys, I think I got infected after all. I'm starting to change. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Get him. Get him. We have to kill him. Oh no. Mom, your dinner's on the table. Get your mates and come upstairs. Yay. I don't know why you're all sat in that basement. It's a lovely day outside. Look, the sun's cracking the flags. Couldn't you play roles outside or whatever it is you're doing? Mom, we're not role-playing. We're prepping for the fall of society. When shit hits the... What did I say about swearing in this house? If you wanted to use that language, you should have moved out after university like your brother. Mom, you're embarrassing me in front of my friends. Now I've made your favourite fish finger sandwiches. And I've got some fabs in the freezer for afters. You're the best, Mrs. Brown. I love fish finger sandwiches. Blimey, they've made a mess down here. You'd think it was the end of the world. You've been listening to the first episode of Intermissions. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to get in touch about um, sending in a skit or you know taking part, then give us a shout. Uh, give us a shout on SoundCloud. Or send an email to us. Uh, films we kind of remember at gmail.com please give us a like and um, share this out to anyone you think might find it funny because we're really proud of this we're really pleased so yeah we really hope everyone out there is staying safe and is doing good things are a bit shit at the moment so we thought we'd make some of it that took the piss out of that a little bit but yeah Thanks from me, from Lisa, Connor, Tommy, and Log. And we'll see you again soon. Thank you very much for listening. Spend your money on the lady